the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Hand me an article before the show titled AOC says she's in therapy after the Capitol riot. She should have been in therapy before the Capitol riot. She's a moron who believes in Marxism and who has a crazy thousand yard stare when she looks like she's contemplating things. But she's a Democrat and she'll be supported because the Democrat voters, we all know, have zero standards. None. Not at all. Now, listen. I don't say that because I rah-rah Republicans. I can't stand a good 80% of them, nor did I vote for a good 80% of them. But the Democrats, they'll vote for anybody with a D in their name, and nobody represents that better than Lori Lightfoot. Apparently, the gangbangers and the criminals and the all-around scumbags didn't get the memo. We have a minority female lesbian in charge. What the hell are you doing shooting 55 of your own citizens? And the same week that the Democrats like AOC, who need therapy... After (laughs) January 6th, I'm sorry, that's some funny stuff. They managed to cook in their little books $1.9 billion for more security at the Capitol. And the Democrats who inhabit the ghettos that the Democrat politicians build, 55 get shot in Chicago, no big deal. 30 in New York, that's an average weekend. We don't know how many in New Jersey because they don't really go by names or numbers. And as for L.A., Well, they're still on lockdown. They managed to kill several dozen. And that's just the way it goes. And the standards for the Democrat voter are, eh, so what? What's the big deal? 55 in Chicago. 55 people were shot over the weekend. Nearly a dozen people died from those shootings. Judy Wang is live at police headquarters with more. Judy? Good morning. 11 of those 55 shooting victims were killed. That is from Friday night until early this morning, a weekend when we had unusually warm temperatures. Uh, One of the most recent. I mean, how insulting is that? She's basically saying this is what the, the, the innuendo has been for years. Listen, when we let these people out of our house, they just kill each other without any discrimination. It's just just mass mayhem, as every weekend is a spree of violence and crime. And in the meantime, the safest place in America, called the Capitol, spends $1.9 billion on itself. And then the big announcement from that dimwit in diapers, he's going to spend a billion to... I can't even get it out. To study the weather. And uh, you get ready for, uh, you know, it's going to be, they predict a hurricane season. Well, that's how you know it's not going to be a a, a bad one when they predict it is going to be a bad one. And the Democrat voters in Chicago, in Cook County, in New Jersey, in New York, in California, and every other hellhole that these Democrats build, they just shut up and take it. There should be such an outrage of the people that inhabit these ghettos that the Democrats build. That they should not be able to govern in, 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 in confidence. Lori Lightfoot should be removed today. Instead, she plays the race game, and she's probably ahead in the polls. Fatal shootings happened in Bronzeville just before 9 last night. Officers responded to a report of shots fired. They found two men in a car, unresponsive, in the 4600 block of South Federal Street. The men ages 49 and 56 had been shot multiple times. Both were pronounced dead at the University of Chicago Hospital. Another fatal shooting happened in Homan Square at about 7 Sunday evening. Two men were in a car at Flournoy and Lawndale. Someone on the street started shooting. Is it the street names? Why, why nobody cares? Is it, is it the street names? Because they don't, 55 people. Or, uh, there were how many kids in there? 
I know there was a 12-year-old. I know there were multiple teenagers, kids in their early 20s. This is astonishing to me. This is in a national emergency. This is something that Congress should be called in. You're, you're investigating the riot on January 6th. There was one person killed there, and it was an unarmed woman fitting through a window shot by a policeman. And you've got the, the world comes to a standstill and America must change. And the reality is in a city like Chicago, which was once a great city, there's 55 people shot. Nobody gives a rip. Nobody gives a rip. To be a Democrat voter, honestly, I mean, it is the party of self-loathing, self-hating, willing slaves. Both men who were in the vehicle. The man killed was 25 years old. He had been shot several times in the abdomen. The other victim suffered a graze wound to his shoulder. And the teenage shooting victims over the weekend included 15-year-old Dejan Gator, 15. who was killed in Lawndale. Police say he was standing on a porch at Lexington and Springfield late Friday night. Police say two people approached him and shot Gator in the head. Now, police this morning are still looking for those two gunmen. Violence in the city normally peaks during the summer and already the number of people shot has already surpassed the number where we were at this time last year. Well, last year, everybody was locked down. So that's the only reason you got even decent. And that's not decent. There were almost 4,000 people shot in this city last year. 3,900 people shot. It is, it, is, it is truly just despicable and disgusting. And the reality is their infrastructure, the trillions, the, the, the nonsense, the phony, phony study, the weather and the green energy and the, and the climate, the climate. You're worried about the climate here. Let's do this. All of these climate people. Let's let's build a let's build a study facility right on Lawndale. And there we'll, we'll see if they think the climate's important after, say, a Thursday evening, because they ain't going to make it to the weekend. That's for damn sure. In the great utopia run by a minority black lesbian where it is supposed to be utopia and no one got the memo. You cannot fail enough as a Democrat. It doesn't matter. And once again, as we monitor the Fourth Reich over the weekend, there's the, here's the leader, the representative, the face, the president, as they would have it be said, of the Democrat Party. Uh, there's, but uh, there's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning... Uh-huh. Uh, this effort uh, for 2021 is, uh, I think we've learned a few lessons from last year as well. There's help, as we, they're, you know, being there to help uh, clear roads, rebuild uh, main streets, uh, and so that the families can get back to their lives. Uh, that's what FEMA does every single day. Yeah. There's your crack government. And the guy in charge of everything. He couldn't be a host in a 24-hour diner. There's no way he could keep track of seven tables. And you want to give this guy $7 trillion to see what what he can do with it? As we all build the infrastructure and we're going to study the climate. And then, by the way, we're going to need at least... At least $1.9 billion to beef up security, because when these people realize what they did to this country, that January 6th isn't even going to be considered an appetizer to the outrage. And that's the reality. Notice how they insulate themselves from their very own constituents and their very own policies. This should be an offense to anybody who was dumb enough, butterhanded, self-loathing enough to vote for Joe Biden. But it won't be because they have low standards. In fact, they have no standards as the failure can never be enough for them. And the excuses can never, ever be more nonsense. And the reality is, what do they want? They just want a little more money. NBC's Monica Alba is at the White House with the very latest. Monica, good morning. Good morning, Willie. The White House had Memorial Day circled on the calendar as the deadline for major progress on the president's infrastructure plan. But talks with Republicans have stalled out significantly. The president proposed a slimmed down version of his $2.2 trillion jobs bill Friday, offering a new price tag of $1.7 trillion by making concessions in areas like broadband and research funding. But GOP senators... Isn't that the thing that they were pushing the hardest? Because all they want is the money. You're talking trillions. They're shaving off billions for themselves and their pet project like nothing. And in the meantime, what goes into the communities they destroy? Nothing. Zero. If you can survive it, if you can survive it, that's the real challenge. But don't forget, on next election day, vote Democrat. And they do. And then rather than identify exactly what's happening in the Democrat Party, what do their propagandists 
What is their apparatchiks that are pretending, pretending to be newscasters and broadbands? What do they really say? Do they address anything at all in the failings of the major cities that Democrats run and ruin? Because that's what they do. Run and ruin. What does the Democrat apparatchiks or the so-called objective reporters have to say? But but how, I guess my question, right. Don, is how do you, how does that correct if you only have, you know, a fraction of whatever, the political spectrum dealing with this issue? Well, right now, the person who's in the White House is a Democrat. The people who are in charge of Congress are Democrats. The people who are in the majority, slightly, in the Senate, are Democrats. The only party now that is operating in reality is the Democratic Party. There you go. The Democrat Party is the only party that is operating in reality as they put bill after bill forward to economically sabotage the country. As the cities that they rule over fall into chaos where 30 shootings looks good compared to 55. Have you had enough winning or are you thirsty for more? Because this is just the appetizer of what's coming. This is, we're in month four. What do you think it's going to be like in year two? Did you go to the city this weekend? Are you happy when your any relative, even somebody you mildly like, says, I'm going to go down to, down to Chicago and you know maybe grab a little dinner, a little bite to eco for a walk on the lakefront? 312-642-5600. How much failure is going to be enough for the Democrats to recognize they're good at nothing? Everything they touch is a ghetto. Everywhere they implement their economic idea is a bankruptcy. Everything they do is failure. Now, our problem is uh, our guys just want to shave off a little pie for themselves. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. I shot the sheriff. Shot everybody but the sheriff. But I swear it was <laughs> 55 people. I'm sorry. And, you know, that's the big argument on media. Is it 55? Because if you cut off the time from counting at noon, it's only 48. Ooh, okay. I mean, you want to talk about low standards and no standards. This is a national emergency. And I'm dead serious about that. The the National Guard should be called in. They should do whatever you have to do. Instead, does anybody even question where the so-called leadership of Chicago? Or is she still touting the fact she's a lesbian and she should only be questioned by minority reporters? Yeah, because that's important. And they moron Democrats. And by the way, best day ever in my store. I'll tell you why. I left that sign up, proud as a peacock. Biden voters keep out. Well, here she comes, right? The typical suburban, pseudo-intellectual, self-loathing Viagra slayer and her little dog in her purse. She was probably going to buy gifts for somebody else. She must not have heard of it. She saw that I, I had the sticker on and she came in, opened the door, and I have the shirt up, the Elmer Cigar House shirt, which has on the back, Biden voters keep out. Took one look and turned around. That was the best part of my day, a sale I never made. That's how much I loathe them. I don't want their money or their presence around me. John, Lake Geneva. There are at least 100 million grandparents in this country that don't necessarily consider themselves old. And they're not going to get to our little, our little girls. They are not going to trample us over. John, well, good, you're in, you're in like, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. So, and I mean, unless you've got some real straight bullet, you've got nothing to worry about. But what a tragedy, John. Can you imagine being somebody trapped by the policies of, of the Democrats, which means you live in a ghetto and you have no options? And well, now, you, now you can't even walk on the street without getting shot? Down this way, there's a lot of people that came from the city, the city. So we know what's going on. Well, John, thanks for the call. I appreciate it very much. Let's go to Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how are you doing this evening? Splendid, thank you. Well, you know, in light of all the stuff that you're talking about, and I have to agree with you, the police chief, his hands are tied. Do we even handle I mean, police chief? His hands, well, he's working for Mayor Lightfoot. Well, for example, one recently, my dad seen this too, and I seen the interview. He was ready to get in there and get tough, say, this is what we're going to do to handle the situation. She's like, oh, no, well, we can't. And she stepped in, and she probably gave him a good talking to afterwards. Well, good. Now the people who vote for these idiots, now you get to live in their utopia. And all of you people in River North and Lincoln Park and Uptown, I can't help but notice, seems to be creepy. Been in your area a little bit, huh? How's that working out for them? This, good. this is what you have to do. I, I you know, this is how, what it's like to raise kids. Everybody's got the one kid, right? Don't touch the stove. The stove is hot. Everybody's got the one kid. 
You're going to touch the stove, aren't you? Okay. Well, the best you can do is put little gauze on their fingers and put the Neosporin on because that kid had to touch the stove. Well, you've been touching the stove, Democrats, for 100 years in Chicago. And if it's not the crime that bothers you, is it the corruption or is it just that there are those two people that make up the Democrat parties that I accuse them of? Either the gangsters that are in on it and lining their pockets or the morons hoping to get a little something from their pockets. Is that it? Because that's the way it looks to me. Nikki in Hoffman Estates. Hi, uh, I have a, I, I like to get your take on this. Uh, I noticed in all these reports about the shootings that they uh, will mention the numbers, but they never mention the names of the gangs. Now, for many, many years, we've always heard about the mobs and the mobsters, and they gave their names and even where they live. Yeah. Why is it that the news media doesn't even mention who these gang members or gangs are? Or do you have an idea on that? Yeah, I do have an idea. I personally think that they're, they, they want to protect not only themselves because they're terrified of the gangs, but I think for a certain extent they want to they falsify how bad it really is in the city of Chicago for fear that the one districts the one district that pays taxes in Chicago will evaporate. You do realize there's one alderman, one section of that entire city that actually pays taxes. The rest of it is a complete bankrupt ghetto. And if they pull out of the loop, if, if businesses say, I'm not going to be here anymore, could you imagine being an investor in Gibson's? Do you know that these restaurants in downtown have to hire private security? Because the latest thing is that customers, so-called customers, are going in and walking out on their check as they claim reparations are due. Did you know that? No, I didn't know it's that. It's torture. But I, I, I just want to add one more thing, and that's anybody can check the Chicago Crime Commission, and they would be surprised to see that they are actually have listed 120,000 gang members. Oh, come on. Yeah, so I'm just, keeping a tabs on it. I don't know why our news Mickey, these kids don't stand you. a chance because it's not a movie. It's real life out there. And if they're not in the game, you send your kid out there. You could be the most wonderful people in the world. The minute that kid goes to that school, what do you think happens to that kid? What do you think? He doesn't stand a chance because society itself has the mentality of survival and gangs. That's that's what Chicago breeds. That's exactly what happens, Nikki. They don't stand a chance. If you if you know, to me, keep your kids and your family out of that sewer. That's how I view it. John and Palatine. Hey, Sean. Uh, you asked the question uh, a few minutes ago. When are the Democrats going to realize that their policies uh, just are, are failures and uh, are destroying everything and just don't work? And the answer is never. And that goes for all the When have you heard a politician that takes accountability for their failures? I, I've never heard but of John, it. John, at a certain point, when you see this idiot that we're calling a president, this 80-year-old man, come out there and say, we're going to spend a billion dollars on weather. And you live in the city of Chicago, or you have investments in the city of Chicago, or you have whatever the case is, you have family in the city of Chicago. Why wouldn't you say, spend the billion dollars on a private security, on anything, make it stop? Instead, what are they asking? They're asking to handcuff the police even further. And how do they think it's going to turn out? To me, the answer is very simple. You want to know how, how, how the nation is going to turn out? Take a look at the city of Chicago. That's the philosophy you exported to Washington. That's the philosophy that these self-loathing kids who were deceived enough to vote for Joe Biden or these self-enriching gangsters that knew they were going to get some of the trillions he was going to bankrupt the country with. That's what you got. That's what you did to the nation. You spread that philosophy to Washington. And, John, every well, day they prove us right. Behind San Francisco. Exactly. And they, every day they prove us right. Joe Biden's big speech on a Monday after a weekend where these Democrat-run cities have killed, what, if you total them up, well over 150 kids, well over 150 people. Your big announcement, what you're worried about this spring, is weather? What the hell is wrong with you? And then you get your propagandists to come out on the news, and they do their job of loyalty. The Republican Party is obsolete. The Republican Party is not dealing and living in reality. We're not, we're not living in reality. The reality is 55 shot isn't as bad as it could have been. Fred in Orland Park. 
Hey, Sean, how you doing? I was wondering, the FanDuel's going to get involved in this over and under in a number of shootings? What do you Ooh, think? Oh, I like this where you're going because most people don't understand the big push now in legislation in Illinois is not uh, to help the situation. It's to make sure that the casinos, you can have betting apps on your phone for Rivers Casino and for the video games. That's what they're concerned with. So maybe you could tie it all in because I can't get anybody to take my action. I had over 50 here in the office. Nobody wanted to touch it. I could have won $20. But isn't it a shame, Fred, that we even have to do that? Because it is funny and it is a joke, but it's the saddest joke of all. Because those are 55, thanks for the call, Fred. Those are 55 people and their families. And by the way, the the costs and the devastation. What do you think happens to the rest? I mean, 11 passed away. What's the horrified reality for the survivors? Are they ever going to be the same? But it doesn't matter because when Democrats are in charge, lower your standards, baby. Your only hope is to survive. You know you're not going to thrive when there's a Democrat in charge. 312-642-5600. Good pull. See, when you're not making fun of me, this works out very good. You know, um, this is devastating to me. I mean that. I think it's terrible. I mean, I grew up without any money. I mean, it was through constant work and Watching my mother struggle and watching people help her and watching a neighborhood try to keep itself decent, that you yourself understand how important it is to have a certain level of dignity where you don't do certain things. And maybe if we stopped rewarding terrible, terrible behavior and paying very high money for it, maybe then you could change something. But whatever we're doing now, I think it's fair to say, not working. And let alone, how do you keep... Shooting these the, 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 these kids and putting them in this climate and expect them not to adapt. That's what people do. They adapt to circumstances that governments and family members put them in. That's, that's what you're seeing. That's why it's not a shocking story anymore. That's why it's reported as, ah, it's just a, a little bit worse than normal. Mike on the south side. Hey, what's going on, Sean? Mike, I read your comment. That's why I went to you first. All right, so, Sean, uh, so we can agree that all this killing going on in Chicago of kids and and Biden not doing anything, he's spending all this money, but none of it's coming towards safety or protecting our children. But, yeah, he's sending sending nearly a billion dollars to the Zionists in Palestine to kill all these children and women by the hundreds. Oh, well, well, that's if you believe that story. But what about the the anti-Semites who cast bombs to kill specifically women and children? Do they matter? Right. I agree. I agree. All that needs to stop. And here's All the other thing. I, I took it up to Biden because it should never have left the, the cities where the Democrats were in charge. Democrats have destroyed Chicago right. over 100 years. A hundred years, one party rule, one party rule. And every year, and you know this, Mike, you know this better than most. You're living in it. Every year it yeah. gets worse. Every year your property, it it's your property. Embarrassing. It, 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 it's embarrassing to say we're from Chicago. It's a national joke. And how about kids, Mike? You got kids? Yes, I have a 15-year-old daughter. How scared are you every time she walks out of the door? Because I got news for you. I'm not She's in not Chicago. And I, after school. See, that's not right, Mike. She's not allowed to go out after school. She has to stay home. And, Mike, the problem is we acclimate ourselves to this. This is not normal. Yeah. This is not normal. And I don't know why people don't say anything or do anything about it. I don't understand. We're the voters. This, to me, We're is a national national emergency, Mike, because, believe it or not, your kid shouldn't have to live with that. That's going to have ramifications. That's going to make She's going to be a right. different person than if this kid grew up in Nebraska. She's going to be a different person. And it's a tragedy, Mike. I wish you the best of luck. I really do. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but we got a full board. Now I got Mike on the north side. Baloney, what's up? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Splendid. Hey, down to, I don't think you realize how bad this weekend was in Chicago. There were sh- three shootings downtown. That's as many as Gage Park, Englewood, and Little Village combined. If you look at Hey Jackass, you had neighborhoods on the south side and west side that didn't have one shooting. There were three downtown. Mike, I have a dear friend of mine. I have a dear friend of mine who lives on Ontario. I've got another friend of mine who lives on Lakeshore Drive. Now, I'm going to tell you right now. They've got to move. They've got to move. No, my friend on Ontario is under contract. He can't wait to close. But here's the thing. He's in a high-rise. He sits on the 14th floor, right? He's in the balcony. He said, it's insanity what's going on. 
It's insanity how the city has collapsed. He's been there for 12 years. He said he never, ever, no one thought it would be like this. And they're not talking about it because the idea is they want to pass off this, this idea that, hey, send your kids down to Lollapalooza. And here, we're going to have concerts. It's going to be great. We're going to host them all summer to make a safe environment for people who are vaccinated to come and hang out and party. Vaccinated? You better have Kevlar on, baby. You're worried about vaccinated? It's a shooting gallery. Nine millimeter Mike. vaccination. Yeah. You're going to get a nine millimeter vaccination. Yeah, it's terrible. Mind. Navy Pier, North Avenue Beach, the gangs just take over. And you know the, the sad part is, Mike, over. we grew up when it wasn't like that. Thank you. We grew up when it wasn't this dangerous. The way in which these kids are going to be affected by it, like the other caller, Mike, from the South Side, we, we have an idea, but I wasn't. I mean, I said it to be to be provocative, but the reality is when you grow up in a war zone, you're a different kind of adult. And this is a war zone. And the national media, the National Democrat Party wants to make it go away in the same way they do every problem they create. This is their pattern. And in the meantime, the group that gets it smaller and smaller, they're like this moron that you elected because she is a woman and because she is a minority and because she is a lesbian. Aside from that, that all adds up to giant failure. That's what Lori Lightfoot really is. And the appetite by her constituents, they're afraid of her. They're afraid of her. Otherwise, they would throw her out of office today. Call a special election. And by the way, I already know it's not in the paperwork. They have no constitution. She'll sit there until Election Day. And if you're lucky, you'll have a choice to vote for somebody unlike her. Or you're going to get the other moron, Preckwinkle, who the only difference is 17 inches and two shoe sizes, the big dummy that she is. Drago, Lakeshore Drive. Hey, hi, Sean. This is Drago. Hi, buddy. You got it all wrong, man. It's so simple. Mm -hmm. It's all Republicans. If they would just pass tougher gun laws, this would be paradise. <laughs> nobody would, nobody would get killed. We wouldn't. Have, I mean, it would be just. Thank you, love. You, thank you for the facetious hour, Drago. I appreciate you holding on. It's always going to be the gun fault, just like the drug laws, just like all of it. Drago obviously is being facetious because he's from a place that pretended to have all those answers, and that's why we are blessed with his presence. And I mean that seriously, because the only people that understand how bad this is failing, failing are the. Ones who lived under the Marxist corruption and rule, like Drago and the other Eastern European hellholes, along with some in South America. Doug, Logan Square. Hey, how's it going, Sean, man? Doug, good. Man, How I'm are you, pos- babe? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. You got my blood going, man. <laughs> well, sure, you're living I in Logan you. Square. You probably was, was hoping exactly. to be a decent person, live in a safe area. And in the meantime, you got to run to your car like it's South Vietnam in the 60s. Exactly. Like I'm a prosecutor, so carry, and it's like, I mean, every weekend, every weekend, you know, I'm on the, you look at the app, the Channel Seven News, and you just, I didn't realize it was 55 until I listened to you because I didn't want to look at the news this weekend, but it's like, you know, you can even look at the Citizen app. You look at that, and yeah. how many stuff is going on. Doug, it's 55 it's a, it's shot, a, but you know what's not in that number? 55 shots. Exactly. How many carjackings are not in that number? How many robbed? Did you read the story about the guy in Uptown last week? He was walking with his a brick uh-huh. with a brick in his hand. He was smashing people in the face with it who passed him up. I mean, this is insanity. Man. And, and yet, Lori Lightfoot <laughs> and the Democrats have the audacity to try to rein in police. Rein them in. Call in the National Guard. You don't like the police. This isn't this isn't a job for the police anymore. This is a job for the National Guard. Because what you have here are citizens living in yeah. fear of terrorism. This is terrorism. January 6th was not terrorism. Terrorism is a weekend in Chicago where 55 people are shot and countless others are robbed yeah. and, and maimed. Yeah, yeah. So listen, Doug, you sound like a wonderful guy. I, uh, can you mind if I ask how old are you? Oh, go ahead. How old are you? 39. You sound like a kid, because if you were my kid, Doug, I'd tell you whatever you need to do to get the hell out of there. Get the hell out of there. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate the you. Thank you, bro. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Take care of yourself. And these are people. They're all people. How come nobody cares? 312-642-5600. So I got him. show's over. How does it get this bad? The answer really is quite simple. When laws protect criminals more than they do their victims, you have a problem on your hands. 
And that's been the case with many laws, but specifically laws that are kind of ruled over by Democrats. That's why when you see Democrat judges vote, no, there are no good ones. They wrote the kind of laws that allow that criminal, like I spoke of earlier, who was smashing people in the face with a brick to call a bail bondsman and sign for $4,000 and then walk out on an ankle bracelet. Now, that's just one person in particular. We also have deals where guys who shoot into cars are let off in a plea deal, like the other one that we talked about three weeks ago, who shot into the car he felt disrespected by five times and walked out of prison the next day. So you take away the opportunity for the victims to be safe. And you also take away the the opportunity for the victims to improve their lives by trying to improve their neighborhoods. Now, as many of you know, I am in the real estate business. I am in the real estate business because of number one, it is a phenomenal way to, to make money. It is a phenomenal way to improve your life. But more importantly, if you're a good landlord, you can improve the lives of others. And I enjoy being a good landlord to people who need a chance. That's why I primarily was managing properties in low income areas and areas where I grew up to make those neighborhoods better by making those people good tenants, showing them what a good landlord was and giving them that sense of dignity and pride. There are many people like me in the real estate business, and there are many people who have attempted to make those improvements in these Democrat built ghettos. The problem is the laws benefit the criminals more than they do the righteous law abiding citizen. And this is just another story from CBS News to validate my point. A senior citizen reached out to us desperate for help after squatters took over her remodeled house. So we went with her to the Southside home where a woman armed with scissors and swear words dodged our questions. Morning Insider Lauren Victory takes us inside this tense fight. You're calling the police? The irony here on Wentworth. What are you doing there with those scissors? Getting you the life for my that's what I'm doing. This angry woman is accused of trespassing. She's a squatter, says Clarice Mason, whose name is on the deed. And I noticed three women entering the house. And I'm like, no, they could not be entering my house. That was last year after the senior citizen said she spent $40,000 renovating the home to sell it. Put new cabinets in, new countertops, everything, stainless steel, everything. It's unclear how the uninvited guests got into the house, but they showed the homeowner this lease. Clarice says it's fake. Her attempts to evict them didn't go well. You know why? The laws benefit the criminal more than they do the law abiding. She says that it's not your home. I don't give a what she say. I'm in the As outrageous as this situation seems, an eviction attorney I spoke with says Clarice is not alone. Squatters are technically protected under the governor's eviction moratorium. Governor Governor Pritzker. I didn't say it. I was going to say it. I didn't say it. Let's call him Governor Melonhead because it looks it's it's bulbous. It sits on top of that beanbag of a body, so you can't really see the size of it. But Governor Melonhead has specifically created a circumstance where squatters and scumbags get to destroy property. And then they call the police on those that would evict them. The order covers tenants and lessees, but also residents, which the lawyer says could apply to anyone who spends the night and claims the residence is theirs. By the way, that is for you people who think you're making so much money on Airbnb. There is a problem waiting to rear its ugly head. Police did end up responding to the alleged squatter's harassment call. I'll show it to you. I have been going to court. The officers told both women this is a civil matter and their hands are tied. The policemen were very nice. I can't say anything negative about them. But I blame the judicial system. Stuck. This is so pathetic. Police left without pressing charges on either side. Now, boy, that makes me miss the old days. Dickie Leone, Potts, these are cops in, in my old neighborhood. Now, let me tell you something. You'd think that that girl would have stayed in the house if I said, hey, hey, Dick, these guys, uh, they, they don't want to leave the house. They'd have been thrown on their ear, which is the way it used to be. But then Governor Pritzker stepped in. And the woman who spent 40000 do you think that um, she had the kind of money to just throw that money away and it's not going to bankrupt her? The dominoes are lined up where once this calamity really starts to, to appear, this kind of destruction, it is going to financially destroy only those people that played the game by righteousness and by the rules. 
all of the other rats, all of the other criminals, it'll be just like Chicago. They are the predators and you are their prey. And you know who you have to blame for that? Yes, Democrats. I know you're saying Democrats. But the law that would be used as a weapon for the criminal rather than against him. This is our fault because we put in these Democrats who created this system of destruction and failure, of absolute bare survival and mediocrity. This is how they get those classes of people they want. They make it impossible for you to climb out of it. And this is what you have now exported to Washington, D.C. All right, when we get back, I've got to, I can't believe the first hour is gone. I can't believe the first hour is gone. Get, get Sean Hannity on the phone. I want an hour. Damn it. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. And before this was The Sean Thompson Show, when I was filling in, for the lovely Steve Cortez, I used to bring on Chris Fenton all the time, in particular when we had to talk about entertainment or China. And I have resurrected that relationship. Chris, how are you, you handsome devil? Oh, it's always an honor to be on. And by the way, a quick favor to you and your viewers or your audience out there. My publisher told me that the Chicago area has not been... Uh, as engaged as, in my book as as the rest of the country, and and I love Chi Town, so I would love people to get invested and engaged in this topic because it is so at the forefront now. And Absolutely. I know we're going to talk a little bit about this expose that came out the other day here in my my town of Hollywood. Well, has he told you how you look in Naples, Florida? Because in my defense. I have moved a lot of very good conservatives and right-minded people to Naples, Florida. So let's not be too hard on the Sean Thompson show. All right. So <laughs> well, I love South. I, I'm a big South Florida guy. I'm not a West Coast of Florida guy, but I know Naples is one beautiful yeah. spot. Oh, yeah, and I'll drive over anytime you want for dinner when you're on the East Coast. You let me know. But here's the uh, question at hand. I had very high hopes in America's relationship with China. I was under the hope and assumption And uh, the right idea that capitalism in the American way would do to China what it did to the Soviet Union. It appears that I really, really overplayed that. And it looks like China has become on a lot of fronts, in particular entertainment of both sports and films, more of a valuable consumer than America. Am I wrong? Well, it's. Look, it is going to be the largest economy in the world simply because there's 1.4 billion people there. I mean, you got the inertia of all that population leading that direction. And yes, I mean, they do uh, find our form of entertainment, whether it's in the sports industry or whether it's in film or television, very appealing. There's lots of universal threads, things that are relevant to the Chinese people. And our American companies are well aware of that. And they know that they need to placate the Chinese Communist Party in order to get access to that massive market. And when you have so many communist sympathizers here in America, and I I, I mean more than just the entire Democrat Party, when you have so many communist sympathizers who really believe that governments should be making decisions for people and should be in charge of life and the economy and every aspect of it, do you think that there is an opportunity for America to maybe, maybe stop bending knee to the Chinese communists? Or is it just something people like me are going to say on a porch one day and have kids make fun of me? That old man still thinks there's America. What do you think is the real outcome here? Well, look, I'm a big, I'm a free market capitalism guy. I'm a believer in that. But I'm also more of a believer in the foundation of a strong country, the United States of America, that allows capitalism and free markets to flourish. And when capitalism gets reckless 
in order to get into a communist country and essentially uses things like forced IP theft, uh, forced tech transports, forced joint ventures, things that allow the communist country to catch up to us quickly because they are cheating, they're stealing our IP, our intellectual property, so that we can get access to that market as quickly as possible. Well, in the long run, our country gets the unhealthy effect of that reckless capitalism. And ultimately, we simply won't have the capitalistic society that we all want to have because the foundation of the nation that built it is no longer there. Right. And that and that I mean, I, I you know, I never correct you because you're my guy, but that is actually corporatism. And unfortunately, that's what we've exported. And the reason that we've exported that is we have so many self-aggrandizing lowlife politicians. And I don't just mean the Biden family. We have them on all sides, especially the Mitch McConnell who uh, helped benefit. So this is a bipartisan corruption that unfortunately the American citizens have either been naive to or have been lied to. About it, but now that we sit in this position where you know the dipstick is in, is there a possible way for China or for the people both of China and America to say we don't want you to censor, we don't want you to dictate, and we don't want you to be in control of everything from the films we watch to the sports that we enjoy or are we going to just have to sit by as we watch this 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 boat slip out of our hands and 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 just float away? Well, it starts it will start with Americans and Americans believing that we need to stop kowtowing and we can stop kowtowing. But the only way we can do that is to unify over the issue. If it's just one company or one celebrity or one filmmaker, or one basketball player or one air, you know, automotive business they will get stomped down and essentially be a sacrificial lamb. The industries that are doing this need to group together in solidarity and fight back and essentially say, no, we are not doing what you're asking us to do, but we know you want our products and services. So if you punish one of us, you punish all of us, and we will stop until that retaliation is done. And we can do that as Americans. We have done it before in many different examples. This is not something that is unachievable, but we need to have the will to do it. And we need to see the reason that we have to do it. And we are running out of time to do it. Now, one of the things that may unite us is if we were able to find out, and it looks like there is some paper trail, that the, the flu, the COVID, or as I call it, the Fauci flu, was in fact supported by America, developed in a lab. It looks like there is a push by certain politicians to find this out. And do you not think this is the type of thing that would in fact unify a vast majority of all parties when we say, why are governments paying and experimenting with manipulating a pandemic, a virus that has literally crippled the planet? Well, it's a great question. I mean, the silver lining in this China challenge against the United States of America is the fact that we can unite against that common challenge. That is something red and blue can unite on. And what you're bringing up in regards to the Wuhan lab is something that Matt Pottinger, part of the Trump administration, was sounding the whistle, the alarms for several years on. And then Josh Rogan, who writes for The Washington Post, who is a Democrat, but comes at this position from from a place of nonpartisanship, he actually has been writing in Chaos Under Heaven the origins of where he think this thought COVID came from. And he's been talking in great detail about those conflicts and the fact that the reporting had muddied what we really knew was happening with those COVID labs and what we're pretty certain of today. And you spent 20 years dealing with the Chinese. I'm guessing you have become type of a connoisseur of propaganda. When you first heard the bat at the market, did you not spit up a little bit in your nose, whatever you were drinking, or did you buy that the, it was from a, a, a somebody ate a bad bat or whatever the hell they were telling us? Well, 
Yeah, first of all, I've been to some of those wet markets before just simply out of curiosity. And the fact that anybody eats some of that stuff is unbelievable to me. But, yeah. um, but the whole country hasn't me. discovered toilet paper yet, so give them a chance. But go ahead. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if something nefarious comes from those wet markets. But when you look at the, the essentially circumstantial evidence that pretty much 99% uh, proves the, the lab theory, um, the alternative to that theory is really – an animal traveling a thousand miles from the particular cave that everybody says this came from to that wet market and, and thusly exposing Wuhan to this terrible virus. So um, it's time to sort of come clean on this issue, stop making it partisan and start to get serious about making sure something like this does not happen again, not only to the United States of America, but to the rest of the world. Did COVID have the effect in China that it had here in America that you had to live through being in particular, you're still in California, aren't you? I'm in California. We finally are going to open up June 15th uh, um, over uh, across the board, but no, China obviously had serious draconian uh, lockdowns. I remember SARS uh, many uh, two decades ago being sort of the same way. I mean, they know how to stamp down something quickly, but simply because people don't have the same freedoms or the ability to get around any sort of very difficult authoritarian rules. Um, and we don't know what the, exactly the death toll was in Wuhan. I'm sure it was quite a bit higher, maybe with an extra zero or two at the end. Kind of like our uh, unemployment they are relatively numbers. back to normal. Yeah. So they we just lie on economic numbers. They lie on everything. Now I'm going to bring it back to little California. What is going on with any twosome newsome? <laughs> well, my lane is China. Um, and I can tell you, I mean, we have lots of issues in this state. Um, I do uh, love living in an area where it's 72 and sunny every day. So um, that's something that helps counter a lot of the issues that I think um, California has to deal with. But at some point, everybody hits that mark. Everybody hits that red line. And as you know, a lot of people are defecting to Texas or to Florida or, or who knows where else. But um, California definitely has its problems. And in fact, um, how many of these new deals with studios, Disney, Amazon, what is their future plan? Is it to go back to California or would it be more beneficial for them to go to Beijing? <laughs> oh, that's a nice lead in question. Um, I think what is happening now is Hollywood's a bit of the canary in the coal mine. It's showing what happens when you deal with these tech transfers, these forced JVs. The fact is China uses that to get their own industries up to speed. And we've been losing market share rapidly. We were at 80 cents of the dollar of every movie that was released over there down to 16 cents last year and will probably be around 20 25 cents on the dollar this year so um if you extrapolate that across all industries we're seeing the exact thing same thing happen so um eventually china's just not going to be a market to hollywood well that's good news that could be a, a silver lining in all of this correct all right so does that mean you're going to help me finally make the movie that i sold and never got made I mean, what do I have to do well, to get your assistance on this thing, damn it? You know, I'm thinking they, they sort of copied uh, the Rambo trilogy from <laughs> the United States of America with this uh, franchise called Wolf Warrior. And I'm thinking you could play that evil American villain that they go See? after somewhere in the heart of Africa in one of those next installments. I'm fine with that, as long as my uh, casting director doesn't pull the uh, open the robe and give me a massage on me. I'm in. All right, so you arrange that for me, will you please? <laughs> I love it. Well, I always love coming on the show. It's great. Anybody wants to follow me, I'm at the Dragon Feeder. And please pick up a copy of the book. I'm curious to hear what you think. I am going to go out today. Now, I have a copy, but I went to a, a birthday party for two nieces on Sunday, and I did not give them a gift because I didn't have time. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go buy two copies of this book on my way home. Or I'll order it. I can't decide if, I, if anything's open when I leave here. And I'm going to give them your book. How's that for me doing my part? Love it. Next time I'm there, I'm going to sign it for them. Excellent. Chris Fenton, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments, 312-642-5600. I didn't just bring him on because I wanted to make my movie. You're wrong. Stop with the accusations. 
It's outrageous. Of course, I wouldn't mind it. How do you how do you buy the movie and not make it? It's still perplexing. I thought I was going to be a big star. Guys from my neighborhood were going to be called up. We do the red carpet. Apparently, there's one of them on the line. Frankie Bridgeport. I think I know who this is. What's going on, Sean? It's Frank from Mauro. Oh yeah. How about the times we had Frank walking the streets, huh? Amazing, yeah. I've now, this is the Frank that had the beard when we were 12 years old that you went in the weed torts to buy the six-pack. Am I right? <laughs> exactly, That's exactly right. Johnny Rocket, this hey, guy uh, this guy here, handsome kid, right? When we were kids, I'm talking like 12, 13, he had a full beard like he was 25. No one ever questioned it. Am I right, Frank? Yeah, you're absolutely correct. All right, very I was, good. I was, the guy, I was the guy for the beard, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So hey, I was listen, everything. congratulations on the show. Oh, thank I you. I listen to you every day now. You're doing a great job. I just wanted to give you a little little yeah. come up. That's all. Oh, I appreciate that, Frank. Thank you very much. You snicker every time they say from the streets of Mauro's Park. These guys have no idea. <laughs> thank you, Frank. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very much. But listen, it was so much fun the way we grew up. And the difference is back then, kids had problems. It wasn't that you had such low respect for yourself and for your family or even the person you didn't like that you shot aimlessly into a car. It was a different world, different dignity, different level of of self, of just yourself. I can't get over the low self-esteem that these people have in this country. You realize how many people are looking for just a handout, and this is not a party-specific, this is not an area-specific. It is amazing to me, from businessmen, from billionaires, down to people that are struggling to get by, just how willing you are to sell yourself for a little government cheese. It's astonishing to me. But what uh, Chris Fenton and I were discussing is, this is a big story, and I've been heckled, and I understand, and not that I really care what Democrats think, but uh, I said a long time ago, This virus doesn't seem like it came from a wet market. I never, ever bought it. As I saw Fauci get Botox in his face and become so absorbed with being the most important man in America, get to tell me if I should wear it, don't wear it, vaccine, no vaccine, whatever it is Auntie Mary's selling me. I knew that people were profiting from this virus. And at a certain level, you start to think, boy, who's benefited from the virus? How has the world changed Because to me, it broke America. This so-called pandemic broke America. And I'm not convinced we can put it back together again. As I look around and see so many Americans that have lost the principles and that, that, that idea in their head, what America was, that they were free. And I watch so many of our own citizens wait for corrupt politicians to tell them how to act. It seems to me that this virus benefited the demigods the state, the communists, the Marxists that pretend to be government officials, and they are not going to give up this power. After all, could it be that they position themselves to get this power? A new report in the Wall Street Journal has added fuel to a theory over where the coronavirus came from. On Sunday, the newspaper cited a previously undisclosed U.S. intelligence report. They say three researchers from China's Wuhan Institute of Virology got sick and sought hospital care in November 2019, months before China disclosed the COVID-19 pandemic. That report goes beyond the State Department fact sheet from January, which said that the symptoms of the researchers were consistent with, quote, both COVID-19 and common seasonal illness. Debate as to the origins of the virus began even before the health crisis became a global one. The Trump White House asserted that it escaped from Wuhan's virus lab. Beijing has consistently denied this. In response to Sunday's article, China's foreign ministry called the news hype from the U.S. and accused it of trying to divert attention. It reiterated that a WHO-led team investigating the pandemic's origins said a lab leak was extremely unlikely after a visit. In March, however, countries including the U.S., Canada and the U.K. expressed concern about the WHO's investigations. A U.S. National Security Council spokeswoman had no comment on the journal's report. Though she said Washington was working with the WHO and other member states to support an expert-driven evaluation of the pandemic's origins, quote, free from interference or politicization. Yeah, it's free from politicization. Sure it is. Sure it is. It's free from that. In the meantime, billions go to the WHO. By the way, they've been real good with money in the past. They haven't misappropriated funds. Not at all. That should be what that WHO really stands for. Misappropriation of funds. Because that's all they do. And in the meantime, do you think this deserves an investigation or should we investigate January 6th? Should we have a special committee? Why doesn't Congress vote on having a committee 
for this. This seems like a big story. And here's the good news for you people out there. This is from the Wall Street Journal. So this is no more in the shadows or labeled as your, what is it, a conspiracy? Who benefited immensely from this virus? Who benefited? How has the world forever changed? How has your life forever changed? And you're telling me it never crossed your mind once that this may have been the intention? Because if you would have mentioned this to people five years ago, they would have said what we've lived through has never would never have been possible. Could not have been possible that overnight your liberties, your business, your life would be changed forever. And you would be waiting for incompetent government officials to tell you if you can leave your house without a diaper on your face. 312-642-5600. What poll? You know, you think, uh, you think you've seen it all when it comes to propaganda, whether it's CNN still talking about Trump or avoiding all the pitfalls. The Drudge Report, I just put it in. I, I can't even believe it. It's on the front page. Biden starts his day by lifting weights. Sure he does. He starts his day by trying to figure out what his socks are. This dimwit, the dementia-ridden, diaper-wearing moron. He's a real man's man. He lifts weight. He goes for a jog, takes a look at the old lady and says, boy, if I only had time. Sure he does. Half man. All right, let's go to the phone lines. I got a packed board here. Uh, Lee, Hammond, Indiana. Hey, Sean. Hey, you know, you, this thing about the Wuhan lab, you know, that's like the Chinese Fort Detrick, from what I understand. And yeah. it just dazzles me that the mainstream media and even the alternative media, like, bends over backwards and tortures logic and jumps through hoops, not to state the obvious. I'm sure we would not have agreed with Mike Wallace. I'm sure we would not have agreed with Walter Cronkite. Do you think for one minute that those two guys I just named would accept this BS wet market story? I mean, seriously, it's as preposterous as Joe Biden wakes up and lifts weights. Do you have to be a moron to buy this stuff, Lee? It's sickening to me. Exactly. The the whole thing with the the D.C. press corps and everything is that they, they, they... They do the bidding of the powers that be. From what I understand, a great reset. This is all part of the same thing. Take down Western economies. It worked out perfectly for China. Lee. Like you say, you always got to look at who's going to benefit from this thing. And it's the Chinese. That's exactly right. And you know who taught me that? Charlie Chan, Circle of Life. See how that goes? Always figure out who's got the motive. And the reality is, economic bankruptcy, we are bankrupt. I had a discussion with my niece who's in finance now, and it's so cute to see her in finance. I mean, she takes her, just took her Series 7 and all that stuff, you know, and I, we, we argue because I'm a fundamental capitalist. And in a country that has $30 trillion in debt and that has to prop up its stock market by funneling $180 billion in and is also buying corporate bonds, I got news for you. We're broke we are bankrupt. Do not buy a word of this now. The market's doing great. Companies are. Yeah, sure it is. We're broke. It's ridiculous to me. So the idea that they needed. We are financially busted. And it is absolutely because you shut down the economy of the country. And now we got a bunch of idiots pretending that it's back on and we're all back to normal. Yeah, sure we are. Victor in Midway. Hey, Sean. How you doing? I, uh, I just have a. I couldn't agree more with what your comment uh, earlier was as far as I'm not sure either if, uh, if America's ever going to get fixed or get right back to normal. And, you know, and it's, it's funny. Like, uh, I, I took you because you used that word normal because I want to I pose a question to you and I want your opinion on it. America was never normal because it is not normal for a country to not be run by its politicians. The theory of America is the citizens have representation, not rulers. But after this virus, we clearly have only rulers and no representation. So I pose this to you. Right now, we are normal for what the world has been running on which is oligarchs and corrupt politicians controlling and mandating behavior. So for now, I think this is normal. And what we were before this was the idea of we have unalienable rights and we are sovereign citizens, when the reality is we're not, we never were, it was all a lie. What do you think? Oh, I I agree with you. I mean, the politicians have been selling us out to other countries for generations. I mean, the media is brainwashing the whole populace, and then the school system is brainwashing our youth. And now your kids and my kids. What's that? Go ahead. Considering the evidence that's coming out with where the virus originated, 
it's pretty clear to see that Fauci and Obama, the Obama administration had their hands on it, and also China. Is it not an act of war on China's part, and is it not treason? Not if they're getting paid Fauci. for it. By, not if they're getting paid for it by our government. If they're, if our government right. is paying them to do research, how could it be an act of war? And here's going to be the story. I'm going to tell you what the story is going to be. It's going to be incompetence. Well, sure, we wanted to tweak it. We wanted to understand it more. And we had no idea it got out. And here we are. Right. But did it forever change America into a state run, a, a communist state or a government strong arm state that now is controlling the movement and its citizens from this day from from this day forward? And the answer is yes. So it worked out famously for them, not so much for Sean and Victor. Thank you for the call, Victor. You know, I appreciate it. And what I was going to say to him, or is, how is this normal that our kids now, no matter what party you're in, get their instructions on how to live their lives from government officials as opposed to us? They're literally waiting for government officials to tell them, you can go to school or you don't have to wear a diaper or you have to get vaccinated. You have to get vaccinated. Like government officials are telling me to get vaccinated. Welcome to the YouTube town hall on COVID-19 vaccination with President Joe Biden and Dr. Anthony Fauci. All you have to do is text your zip code. As you just heard from President Biden, everyone needs to get vaccinated, including young people. Why their 12-year-olds should get the shot. And I talk about it in terms of teaching about obligation to other people. Obligation to other people. Your 12-year-old is obligated to other people? This is communism. This is clear communism. You want to dress it up and say he's a socialist? I don't give a rip. Then it shows your ignorance. The idea that we teach our 12-year-olds they're obligated to other people to put a, to put a chemical in their body for somebody else? Who do I got to protect? The Democrat that voted for this piece of garbage? You're going to wait a long time before you get me to protect you, rat. Live for other people. That's the new normal. That's not how America was. You didn't live for, for other people before. Teresa on the north side. Hey, Sean. Uh, I'm not getting vaccinated, so I'm just going to throw that out there. Just I don't do what, what I did. Say. You're trans-vaccinated. If I could watch Levin, a guy named Roy, who we're calling Rachel, tell me how honorable it is to get the vaccine so I could live for him or her or whatever, eh, it's a bizarro world, baby. It sure is. And, you know, I absolutely believe the virus was created in a lab in China, was purposely released into the public. They knew exactly what they were doing. And it wouldn't surprise me if they're already working on the next one, because China wants to take over the world. I mean, let's get real. Who doesn't Uh, see that? I don't know if they didn't already. But here's another thing I want to ask you. Would you be more comfortable with Dr. Roy slash Rachel Levine walking into the ladies room or Dr. Dryheave outwardly? Which one would freak you out more? Um, yeah, Teresa, I guess. Uh, yeah, I got news for you. I got the same answer. I think I'd be more comfortable with Rachel Levine than outwardly. I don't know what the hell's going on. Wolf in Wisconsin. Hey, Sean. Got to go back to the screenplay, man. It made your accomplishment even selling a feature script. Can you give us a little teaser, your log line? So, Wolf, when I, when I first did it, I had just met my wife, you know, and I was going to impress her with that. Yeah, yeah. I put the script together. And then I, and then I talked uh-huh. to I talked to um, Gary Marshall, which is a big deal. You know, and I talked to him and his representative on the phone, whatever. And we and I was, like, convinced. I'm like, hey, we're going Hollywood, kid. This is it. I'm, I'm going to be... And nothing happened. It was embarrassing. So whatever it was about, it wasn't that good. It was about just a neighborhood guy, you know, kind of does good. And the pull between organized crime, which are Democrats, and him trying to get away his property. Kind of like you trying to earn a living over the tax bracket that Joe Biden wants you to be in. And how you'd be extorted and in fear of your life if you had to try and become rich. So. Wolf, it was called. Here's the good news. All the money you're making sale of media, maybe they can buy it and turn it around <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not sure they want to be affiliated with me officially, but we'll work on that, Wolf. And I appreciate the optimism. Thank you very much. All right, I'm going to take the rest of your call. I can't get a nice full board on a Monday. 312 642 We're going to talk about the vaccine because I'm a little uncomfortable when they start pushing it this hard. And are you transvaccinated like me when we get back? <laughs> It's like one of my favorites, dude, and you know it is. I'm going to tell you right now, the entire idea of what America is, is what makes it unique. It isn't, uh, it isn't anything but that. What made us a superpower in the shortest amount of time 
is that we were a country that wasn't built around a group of people or a specific group of people or a, uh, a, a concept of phony altruism like Marxism, like the Soviet Union, like Cuba, like pick a, pick a hellhole that these Democrats built. And yes, I call them Democrats because I cannot tell the difference between a Soviet from the 50s and the 60s and Joe Biden. I can't tell a damn difference. I can't tell a difference between the Cuban communists, aside from that green costume that they walk around in, or any of Democrats in higher, higher positions in this country. I can't tell a difference, especially when they openly, openly espouse communist propaganda. Welcome to the YouTube Town Hall on COVID-19 vaccination with President Joe Biden and Dr. Anthony Fauci. All you have to do is text your zip code. As you just heard from President Biden, everyone needs to get vaccinated, including young people. Why their 12-year-olds should get the shot. And I talk about it in terms of teaching about obligation to other people. You have no obligation to other people. None. If you choose to obligate yourself to your family, then it's your choice. But you're not obligated to me, nor I to you. Yet communism and Marxism, that is the foundation of it, is that you live for others. Your life is mortgaged to strangers who are either as virtuous or more virtuous than you. That is the most anti-American we have in the White House, the most anti-American American president Ever in the history of this country, what he is espousing is open Marxism. I say communism, but let's dress it up a little bit. Let's let let's pull it out of bed and dress it up like they have to in the morning rather than if you I want to know if there's a moron out there that thinks Joe Biden lifts weights in the morning instead of looking for his teeth and hoping the rice pudding doesn't burn what's left of his palate. It is this is a, a, a disgraceful time and the vaccine you're entitled to your opinion on the vaccine. You want to put it in your body, put it in your body, really. But how dare you tell me that I should put it in my child's body and then teach her that she lives for you. Not while I'm breathing. So you're going to have to take the people who think like me. And you're going to have to make sure that we cannot tell our own kids to live for themselves, for the pride in their individuality, and to never bend knee to a stranger who thinks of them like this. So you cannot negotiate with a party that doesn't operate on logic. And so I don't know what the answer is when it comes to the Republican Party. I think at this point, it needs to be restructured. And perhaps Americans who want this country to be a country that is sane and rational and rational and equitable and equal, that the people who are on the other side that are giving you this advice, the Don Lemons, have nothing but contempt for you. The president who sits in the White House doesn't think you're in charge of your own body even. That you must obligate yourself to others. This is the theme. This is the same foundation and cornerstones of all tyrannies. That is why Joe Biden is not an American president. He is the leader of the Fourth Reich. It's not just about them. The first two conversations shed to light the importance of getting the COVID-19 vaccination, not only for yourself, but also for your family. The science that went into it is absolutely pristine. This is the result. Is it the same science that went into the development of it? Fauci, you paid for it. I want your opinion on that. The idea that you still listen to these people, that these people have any credibility. They should be locked up, not the people who want to avoid their tyranny. But yet, who stands a better chance of it? Them or me? Because what I'm telling you is, you don't live for other people. You live for yourself. The principles of unalienable rights. We are not enslaved to these people, and they don't rule us. I'm going to keep fighting this fight for as long as my heart beats. Three, one, nah, look at... Call Hannity. I want another hour, damn it. All right, you're going to have to wait till tomorrow, five to seven. Believe in shooting stars, but she believe in shoes.